You're listening to Tom and Bunny's Life Without Limits. All of our podcasts and videos are brought to you from Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. If you want to travel with us, check out Tom'sTrips.com or call 800-285-0853 today. Hey everyone, we're Tom and Bunny here and today we are going to talk about our crazy haunted house. Yes, you guys can call us crazy or not, but unless you've lived in one, you have no clue. No, and we 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 wanted to first start off to to say that we've been noticing some noises around. We'll, we'll just tell what we've been experiencing a little bit, right? Well, and you know, we'll it, tell the story. It actually starts all the way back to when we even looked at the house. Um, Tom actually, should I say, is a little more sensitive than I am when it comes to the afterlife. And but walking in this house, I was like, there's just something here. And I kept asking Tom, do you feel anything? And he's like, no, I, I feel fine. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel something here. Yeah. And um, normally I can feel things. And uh, Bunny is the one that has to keep the closet doors closed at night because she's afraid of the boogeyman and stuff like that the boogeyman comes out of the closet yeah i thought she was just being paranoid no 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 closet doors always have to be closed (laughs) and you know what we find a lot of people have that same mentality right right so okay so um lately we've been experiencing some phenomenon yes now when we first came out to look at the house the first thing we were told is the couple that lived here, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll give the backstory. Uh, we'll give the, well, let's go back even farther. We worked for a club in California. Yes. And we, we left our jobs and uh-huh. we, we went to work for Tom's Trips. Yes. And so we thought, we're going to be one of those couples that can live in a fifth wheel, travel the country, and be like, like we're retired with jobs. Right, but retired women don't have as many clothes and shoes that we need for work. For work. So so <laughs> we, we, we lived in the fifth wheel for several months. We sold our houses. Mm-hmm. Sold everything? We, yeah. we sold everything. We sold sand rails, our other fifth wheel, stuff like that. We, we were set to live. We started over fresh. And so after a while of traveling back and forth from Texas to um oregon to washington to california mississippi bunny says i can't do this no no i I couldn't i i I need to change out my clothes and we thought okay we could just go back to california and switch out the clothes out of the storage unit we had three storage units or two storage units but i still didn't have enough room Right. I like I like to change my dresses. We take too many pictures. I have to have different clothes. Right. Otherwise, it looks like we're just taking pictures and saying, "Oh, we're at this event. <laughs> we're at that event." But it's really all at one event. But <laughs> so so we started scouring the whole nation because we didn't care where we bought a house. No, because wherever we we're going to land, we're not here that often. We're not here. That we weren't. Gonna, we figured we weren't going to be wherever we were at very often. But we also didn't, we wanted to move to the South. Right. We figured, uh, we wanted out of California. Yes, that was the first. We first did not foremost. want to move to Arizona. No. We Been there, want, done that. We wanted to move to Texas till we saw how expensive Texas is getting because all the California people are, are moving, moving there. To Tex- yes. So we started scouring everything. And at Christmas time, we are scouring Georgia, Tennessee, 
um, Florida, Mississippi, Missouri, everywhere. And then all of a sudden, I come across the house that we bought. Right. And I'm looking at it going, holy cow, this person didn't know what they have. I mean, they didn't know how to list it. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, so... And Bunny goes, what do you mean? I said, it's not in any listing. No one knows this house exists but us and maybe a few other people that clicked that stupid link that it, it basically on Zillow, it says, make me move. Right. And there was two houses on there. There was a million dollar ranch and our house. And our house was $25,000. Right. Right in the middle of Alabama. Right in the middle. of, But we didn't care. We didn't care. <laughs> But I'm thinking, okay, $25,000, we could pay cash for the house. It's a 1,300-square-foot house on an acre in a town. It's not... Right. We're in city limits. We have paved roads, a paved driveway. We have internet, um, natural gas, not propane. We have a sewer. We don't have a septic. We, We have water, not a well. I mean, we are just fully equipped here right and i thought everyone in alabama has carports (laughs) so we bought a garage so we we had a garage built and so basically we we call the house and she she wants to move she wants to move now right so she says i'll take twenty two thousand. yep and i'm looking at bunny going no it's just a house If she'll take twenty two over the phone and we're three thousand miles away or twenty two hundred miles away, she'll take twenty when we get there. So we come out here, we look at it. Mind you, we are really, really rural. Yeah, we are. We we're two hours from any major city. Yes. So that's why this house was so cheap. Yes. But actually, it's a very nice little town. It is a cute little town. Yeah. Um, very our friendly. neighbors. We love mm-hmm. our neighbors. Um. I mean, there's nothing wrong with living here. No, not at all. Not at all. If, if you want solitude. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to walk your trash can to the curb at if, night because you're afraid of the dark, it's perfect. If you don't want friends just popping in on unknown whims. Because we're trying to fix the house up and I'm like, really, babe, no one even comes here. Why do we need all this furniture? If you don't want family to visit. <laughs> Heck, I don't even think friends will come out here. So we, uh, so we, we bought it. Now, yeah, but I wasn't told it came with her roommate. Well, the first thing she said was, we asked why she's moving. And she says that, um, I'm turning on my ceiling fan. Um, she says that her boyfriend passed away. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend's from this area. Right. All of his family live here. She knows nobody. nobody. She had only been here a year. Right. She wanted to move back to Washington to take care of her dad. Right. And that's where all of her family and friends are Correct. from. Correct. And they were like us. They traveled for a living. Yes. Oh, she doesn't travel for a living. She works. Uh, she travels as an accountant. Yes. And he did too. They worked for the same company. Okay. Okay. So she assured us. She made sure, there's no mistaking it, that... He did not die in the house. That, that he, he passed away in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Right. Which 40 miles course, from the house. I wouldn't say, which of course I would believe because that's one of my biggest fears is if anything happens to us, we're 40 miles from a local hospital. 
not even a really a hospital, but we're... I, I, I want to call it an urgent care. It's an actual hospital, but yeah, no, we're talking small town. We're talking small town doctors, too. Yeah, uh, they pretty much just stabilize you yeah. to the, where they can airlift you to a major hospital. Like in Mobile or Birmingham Correct. or Meridian. Mm-hmm. So we are like dab smack in the middle of all three of those. Draw a triangle around those three major cities we're right in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> and we're two hours at least from each one. Mm-hmm. So... So we, we're like, okay, he didn't pass away in the house. We're good. So we move in, and we're, we we hear noises and stuff, and we're thinking it's the house settling. Right, because we're in the south. We're in the south. This ground is really soft really when it gets wet. Soft. And we do hear critters under the house all yeah. the time. We are in the, we're very, very rural. Even though we're in a town, we're very rural, and we're in... The Pine Belt, which is just billions and billions and billions of trees. So all of the people that are tree huggers out there, you don't need to be a tree hugger. They have billions of trees out here, and we're not going to go out of oxygen anytime soon. No, no, <laughs> at least not us. <laughs> <laughs> so so with, with that, one night, uh, I'll let you tell the story about your nightmare, because that was the first thing that happened. Right, so where it was, I was sound asleep, and I just got woken up in the middle of the night, and I had the absolute worst pains in my chest, and they hurt so bad. I thought I thought I was dying, and I woke up Tom, and I'm like, "You really need to take me to the hospital." I, th- I said, "I'm thinking I'm having a massive heart attack." I'm um, thinking it's two in the morning. Right. <laughs> Not that I. <laughs> Didn't but, want her to go to the hospital, but she she was having a panic attack, too. I had every ma- major symptom of a massive heart attack. My right arm was numb and tingly. Um, it felt like somebody was standing on top of my chest to where my chest was hitting the bed. I couldn't breathe. Everything hurt. Well, but, but explain, I had, you were having a, a nightmare. But I had had a nightmare, and Tom's like, well, what is going on? I'm like, I have this nightmare, and this guy was standing out in our front yard, and he was looking at me, and um, he just kept looking up at the house, and I I told Tom what he looked like. No, and, you didn't. Oh, I didn't no, tell you. No, you did not tell I First time I heard it was just on Monday. So I was like, you know, this guy is standing at the house, and then... He's like, you're just having a panic attack. Right. That's where I we equated it to a panic attack. Right. Because I mean, you our know, life, when you have a nightmare, you clench up and right. And our life took this massive, you know, total 360 and, you know, selling everything and moving to Alabama and leaving friends and family. And so he thought I was just having a major anxiety attack. And you've been you were depressed because right. your grandkids are in California. You haven't seen the babies or yeah, so your daughter. Grand, and, grandkids in Florida, grandkids in California, and right. no one in Alabama. Nobody in Alabama. So he gets up and gets me my anxiety pills, gets me calmed down. And I go back to sleep and don't think anything more well, of it. You were fine. You were perfectly fine. Yeah. And so... Um, uh, what, a couple weeks later or a month later? I don't know. Um, I want to say only a couple weeks later. Okay, so we're sitting in our living room, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, we're watching TV. Pretty much, oh, it was started over the TV. Right, it started over the TV, and it moved into the hallway. And basically... It, it was like a mist, kind of like a foggy... Like a smoke. Yeah, like a smoke. It, it was it, like if if you were sitting there with a cigarette... And you walked away how the smoke lingers. 
kind of just stagnant in the air. <laughs> Let's just say because of my wonderful cooking abilities with our stove, it was like when you burn something in the oven yes. and the smoke comes up and lingers up at the ceiling. Right. Okay, so so it, it, it was in our living room, uh-huh. and, and then it, it moved into the hallway. It moved all the yeah, right into the hallway. So we freak out. We think the house is on fire. Right. We and think I, it's an electrical fire because we don't see flames, but we see all the smoke. So we're getting, I mean, we're getting ready to bail. Right. But then I'm like, babe, I don't. I don't smell smoke. She doesn't smell nothing. I see it, but I don't smell it. And it it's was just thick. there. It was very thick. It there was, was thick no, as fog. It was thick as fog. No denying it. So I go into the hallway thinking if there's an electrical fire, maybe it's one of the spare bedrooms or the bathroom. Right. So I go in there and I can't find nothing. And nothing was on. Nothing was on because we never used that half of the house. Well, and we had just moved in, so there nothing was plugged in. There was right. no lights on. There was nothing down there. So, um, and I go in the hallway, and I, as I'm looking, it all dissipates. Right. It disappears. It's, I mean, literally, it, it was gone. So, after that, Bunny's been feeling a little uneasy. Oh, every time I walk into the house. The minute I open that front door, I feel a heavy feeling. Yes. and um, Like something bad happened. And Bunny won't be in the living room without me in here. No, Tom's always like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, see you later. And I beat him in there. Yep. And, and she tries to go to sleep before I get in there. And I always tell him, you know, with Tom's hard of hearing and his deafness, I always, and I'm like, no, you can't fall asleep before I do. And he always used to laugh at me. He was cracking up at me all the time. I'm like, I hear things all night long. I said, you're I'm deaf, deaf. So I don't you hear. You can't hear it. Said, the minute your hearing aids come out, you can't hear nothing. I said, I hear so many noises all night long. Now, people would say, uh, like we got a message today, um, rats under the underneath the house because we, we are in a very rural area. So yeah. there's a lot of critters. <laughs> we did hear a bunch of bumping and, and grinding underneath the trailer one night. And I told Tom, I'm like, we have critter. And he was like... Oh, you're hearing things. And this went on for a good solid week, two weeks. And I kept saying, babe, we have a big critter underneath the house. Well, come to find out, you know, you all see my friend Champ, Champ next door, my neighbor's dog. He was getting underneath our trailer. We we had an opening. Yeah. But um, we, had, we had the opening underneath the house. Right. And um, um, so Champ was getting under there. Yep. And he was bumping up against all the rafters and making all kinds of noise. So we closed that off so we didn't hear that noise anymore. Right. And I was like, all right, so maybe that was that I was hearing. Well, nope. Then it, and then it, I realized the noises that I'm hearing are not coming from underneath the house. They're coming in the they're house. They're coming from in the house. And they're coming specifically from the living room and the hallway. Um, and they were coming into our bedroom. Yes. And, and and into our bathroom. And into our bathroom. <laughs> Likes to turn on or turn off the bathroom lights. So that's another story. So we travel for a living. So obviously we don't want people to know we're gone. So one night I left. Um, I came back in to turn on the bathroom light. I even walked out to the street to make sure you could see a light on in the windows. Mm-hmm. And we left for a week. We come back and the bathroom light was off. Right. And I asked Bunny, I said, did you go back in and turn off the light? She goes, no, let me remind you. 
You went in and turned on the light. You were the last one to come out, and you were the first one to go in the house because I'm the one that always unlocks the house. Yep. And I was the first one to go in the bathroom and found. So there was no explanation of why the light switch was turned off. No. And when we travel, we were always getting motion detector alarms going yes, off inside we, the house. We've had three false alarms where we've had the cops come out. And the gas company, because we have them on speed dial. <laughs> because because the gas company were, is a nice guy, and he can beat the police here, and he'll check out the house for us. See, the police over here, we don't know if they're going to walk around the house or not, so we call um, the guy from the gas company who we became, well, we haven't, we're not friends with them, per se, but um, very nice guy, so yeah. we put them on our phone, and when our alarm goes off, we have them call the police. And we call Carrie. <laughs> right. And you know what? I do remember one time, too, um, when we were traveling, our neighbor called us and he said, um, told us that a light had been on and then it went off. So he wanted to know if we were at home. Right. And I don't know why the light would come on or off. No. So. But it did. Huh? But it did. It did. So so with that said, we... we um. We um, went to the police department the other day. Right. We finally had to become Alabama citizens and register our vehicles. Unfortunately, we waited till the last minute because we wanted to use up the tags, but we realized here we are February and our tags expired in December. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> we're a little lazy we knew that we weren't going to have any late but for fees. all of our California friends out there yeah, it's just for all of our California friends, our truck, which would have been fourteen to sixteen hundred dollars to register this year, was a whopping. And this is with the the plates, which yeah, is a one time fee. Mm-hmm. Everything, the taxes, the tags, everything, hundred and fifty eight dollars. <laughs> and my Harley was four dollars and eleven cents. <laughs> So, which would have been almost 400 Right, and no penalties for being late. And no penalties for, well, we weren't late because they didn't know that we were late. Right. <laughs> so anyways, um, we didn't want to drive the Harley down 30 miles in the cold, so we took it to the local police With station. The tr- yeah, we took the truck and the Harley to the local police department to do so, the inspection. So they could do the inspection for us. Well, lo I, and behold. I got to talking to the cop, yeah. and I said, um, I don't know why I even brought it up. I don't know why. So, because uh, we haven't really experienced too much lately. Mm-mm. So I said, hey, by the way, there was a gentleman that passed away that lived in our house. And he goes, yeah, over on your street. And I said, yeah. He goes, yes, I was the responding officer. And I thought, holy cow, there's huh? nine <laughs> cops in this town for 900 people. And I asked the one cop who was the responding cop. Plus the fact that it was in the middle of the daytime and this officer normally works the night shift right so what are the odds of that i don't know so so i said um he he did say that um the guy's name was andrew Mm -hmm. and he said that yeah he he was um trying to revive him and everything and that's what we were told that they were working on him in the ambulance reviving him and he passed away 40 miles from the house so i asked him i said did he die in the ambulance or did he die actually in the house? And he kind of stalled for a second. He did. He didn't quite want to. Well, no, he actually, he stalled and then he goes, and then he kind of looked at us and he goes, are you experiencing anything? 
And and he says, well, no, he he actually no, he told us before that he he stalled a little bit, and he says, yes, he died in the house. That's right, he did. He he said, goes now where we talked about the smoke, and it goes from over our TV into the hallway, which our TV is literally right next to the hallway. He said he died just off the living room in the hallway to the right of the door, and that's where we saw all the smoke. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I know that the gentleman, he he grew up in this area. His family lives in this area still. Right. And yeah, his brother still lives over on the other side of the truck. Right. So most people, you know, small town, everybody knows everybody. And I'm like, all right, so let me, I, I, I said, let me, can I describe him to you? And he's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. I described the man that I seen in my dreams the night that I thought I was having a massive heart attack. And I explained him to a T well, to this police officer. What was interesting was as you're describing him and you're describing his hair, the officer at the same exact split second you're describing as silver hair is saying silver hair. Yes. And you're saying goatee and he's saying goatee. You guys were actually describing him. Together. Together. Even to the clothes that he wore. Right. To the Hawaiian print shirt, the cargo shorts, and the flip-flops. Mm-hmm. And, so, and yes, of course, he died of a massive heart attack. He died of a massive heart attack. And that explains Bunny's chest pains. Mm-hmm. Now, we know a lot of people don't believe in ghosts. Right. And... You know, my dad was not a believer in ghosts until he until saw you. one for the first time. And he called me up and he, because I've always believed in ghosts. Yes. I, I, I'm a firm believer that, that if you have, that you have, you have a spirit. Yes. Why would your spirit just go away and never exist again? Right, right. So I, I, I do believe that, um, I, I believe some people say that ghosts are trapped here because they died suddenly. Well, yeah. heart attack is pretty damn sudden. Yep, and I think that I think at that point he was just telling us that he's here. Right, uh, he hasn't done anything to us. He hasn't no. touched us no. that I know of. I, I mean, I won't sleep in the living room by myself. No, <laughs> I, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he gets to, he gets to see us walk around naked. Oh, I'm sure he's seen a lot more than that. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't like that we're having sex in his house. In his house. We are in the Bible Belt. We were having sex in his bed. We were. No, it wasn't his bed. No, it was in their spare bedroom. It was but in their spare. It still we, belonged to them. Because when we bought the house, we 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 needed furniture. Yeah, because we sold all. Of, well, ours was in storage it in was California. California. Yeah. So I guess we could have brought it with us, but we didn't have our furniture, so we we offered to buy the bedroom set. Right, because we had to have sleep in something. Right. So we 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 think maybe the attachment was. In the bedroom set, but mm-hmm. I don't think it is. I think it's the house. I think it's the house. Because at first we were hearing noises, and we we didn't think it was Andrew. We no. thought it was whatever owned the furniture before. Well, well, yeah, that. But also, too, you got to remember where we live was right in the middle of the whole um, civil war. Civil war. So I mean, the house on the corner, the original house was built before the civil war. Right. I mean, we talked to the neighbor down the street. And his great-great-grandparents built their barn. It's a cool barn, and I took pictures of it. It looks 
Oh, right. And a lot of major battles were were, were fought, fought right, right here. in this area. And he did say that um, that barn was built before Alabama was a state. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. So that would be the Civil War. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's other attachments to the property itself. Right. But um, but with all that, the the cop was like. Really amazed. So we told we told him some of the stories that were were happening in the house, and he seemed a little freaked out. Yeah, he was like, "You need to call your priest." Yeah, or a preacher. <laughs> you get your preacher. Yeah, there's no priest around here. That's there's, true. There's, there's, <laughs> That's there's no true. Catholic churches That's around true. here. It's all <laughs> Baptist and Methodist. Methodist. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Your preacher can bless your house, and we don't have a preacher. We're never here." No. We're so on Bible Belt that when people introduce themselves, the first thing they say is, what's your names and where, what church do you go to? Right. They're in our little town. We have 900 people in 11 churches. All within walking distance. Yes. So, so yeah. So, what we did uh, the other night, um, we or not the other night, last night, so we got all this cool podcasting equipment. Yep. And, and next I'm, thing I know here, it's Tom sneaking into bed. I'm like, what in the heck are you doing? I'm turning off the TV, closing the door. I want it super quiet. And I said, we, we got the podcast equipment, and it's way better than Ghost Hunters equipment. This, I mean, this is really a nice setup. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to record these sounds that we're hearing. And I kind of tossed and turned all night. I, I was a little ill to my stomach because I... Did not want to hear any voices when I woke up. Get out. Get out. That was one of my fears. Get out. I'd be like, I'm gone. We're gone. See you later. We're, we're going to burn this house down. And by the way, when people move out of this town, they burn their houses down. Because that's how rural we are. It's crazy here. So uh, I didn't want to have to go back to living in my RV this quick. Nope. So I... I I get up seven o'clock this morning. I'm excited. I get up, grab the recorder. Like Christmas time. Yes, I put the the SD card in my computer and I see some spikes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> it should have been flatlined all night long." Because right, that's how rural we are. It's super quiet. Yeah, uh, in the in the first half hour of the recording, we are watching um, that racing. Street Outlaws. Street Outlaws. And I thought, and I turned it as low as possible with my hearing aids. Remember, I'm deaf, so I still thought it was going to pick up on the recorder. But it didn't pick up any of that on the recorder at all. No. Uh, with the door closed. Well, you only had the TV on for maybe a half an hour before That's what you... I'm saying. So I, I assumed the first half hour was going to be anything we heard was going to be a direct result. Right. We even turned the ice machine off. Well, I mean, every, everything was literally off i turned off the ceiling fan and everything so i'm thinking okay so um i i I get the recording and i'm like okay so the spikes might be the street outlaws then i realized there i I did four and a half hours of recording and i started at like one in the morning and i got up at seven so was that six hours Mm -hmm. so six hours of recording sorry and i'm thinking okay so that's got to be us and then I realized that's like it. The, the first noise doesn't even start for an hour and a half into recording. Right. Now, also, too, we're in the middle of rearranging again. <laughs> 
Remodeling I, the house. Remodeling the house again. We've only been here a year. But um, so we got all this crap in the middle of the living room that's never been there before. And I think a lot of it sounds like something is hitting the stuff in the middle of the living room. Is that what you think it sounds like? That's what it sounds like. I think, it's, I think the first sound sounded like a door closing or latching or I don't know. It sounds almost like metal, like, like even like... Tink. um. I mean, like air powered or like, like, not a, like a gun cocking, but something industrial. Yeah, and here's Tom. And we don't have anything like that in the house. And it's funny because here's Tom. He's freaking out, getting the chills, and I'm like, "That's what I hear every damn night." And so we're gonna play the recording. The twelve. It, we made. We cut it all down to twelve seconds, and we'll put that at the end of this podcast so that way you can hear it and you can make your own determinations but mind you for six hours it was flatlined except for these i i I think it's five noises right now we got to get camera equipment we have camera we do have camera equipment but i don't know if we want to sit up I don't want to know what we can see i think you'd want to move out but i think i'm going to record every night for a while I think so. Just, I, that way you can hear what I hear. Right. And you'll see why I like to take sleeping pills at night. So the audio you're going to hear, you're going to hear a very high pitch, um, fuzzy sound. That's because I did increase the gains. Right. I, I increased them pretty high. Oh, please just drove by. Awesome. We asked them to drive by. Um, the reason why, okay, now with that, it was also so we could hear and that you could hear the actual noises louder than what they were at the normal level. Right. If we were watching TV, if me and Bunny were talking, you would definitely be able to hear us. Right. Now, and you know, the biggest thing for me is living with a ghost in my in my home doesn't bother me. That that doesn't bother me at all. Um, never done anything bad or, or injured or, or, you know, it's not in evil spirit but just the fact that the noises scare the crap out of you when you're sleeping at night and you get woke up to it yeah because you think someone's breaking into your house right right that's I'm, the part that gets me yeah i mean we sleep with guns next to our bed yeah but yeah i mean what am i gonna do shoot a ghost <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah Good that's <laughs> gonna work <laughs> explain that one to the police explain that one just <laughs> pop off rounds in the house and i swear there was a guy standing in my living room <laughs> <laughs> but we oh that's another thing we noticed we noticed that like in the hallway or just even in the living room all of a sudden it'll just get like darker it's dark it's not like we see a body or a person it just gets darker and then it gets lighter right kind of like when a cloud goes over the sun it kind of gets a little not as bright and then it goes bright again when the clouds right and we see things over. pass in front of the lights all the time we do see that so um with that we're going to play those sounds right now and let you make a determination of what you think it is but this is just our first recording and then we'll kind of keep you guys apprised if we find anything better if we hear any voices, you're definitely going to hear a podcast on that one. <laughs> when you see a house for sale in Alabama, cheap, <laughs> you know we're going to get something different. <laughs> we'll, pe- we'll pretty much give away the house at that point. <laughs> so with that, you guys all have a great day. Listen yep. for the noises here right now. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast. And don't forget, book your next vacation with Tom's Trips, the leader in adult travel. You can book online at tomstrips.com or call 1-800-285-0853. And for all of our other videos and other podcasts, please visit our website, tomandbunny.com. Also on Facebook, check out Swing with Tom and Bunny.